What is going on, everybody, ladies and gentlemen? I am your host, David Espinoza, and this is episode 28 of Unload the Bar. And you can follow the show on Instagram and Facebook, all under the same name, Unload the Bar. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it, we're probably on it. And if we're not, let me know and I'll get right on it. And then you can subscribe to the show, rate it, review it, and share the damn show. Give us a five-star review. Let people know that we're out here. So on this episode, I've been looking forward to having this person on the show for quite a while. I saw her on Instagram and I became an instant fan Daphne Zhang is on this episode. She comes on and she talks about her fitness journey and the struggle she's faced. Uh, We get pretty deep into it with battles with uh, depression and insecurities and what she did to overcome those obstacles, you know, to where she's at today, the ninth strongest lightweight woman in the world. And she was a true inspiration. And I enjoyed talking to her and I do a better intro in the beginning of the episode. So let's just get down to it. Here is my girl, Daphne Zhang. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, I'm so pumped uh, to talk to this person because I've been watching uh, her for uh, uh, quite a while now and she is not just not only is she an inspirational person not only is she a power lifter not only is she the ninth strongest lightweight woman in the world but she is a two-time two-time california strongest lightweight woman give it up for my girl Daphne Zhang. Hello, what, guys. What was the, did I pronounce your last name right? Yeah, you got it right. Okay, cool. How was that intro? Was that all right? Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah? <laughs> did, I cover, <laughs> did I cover some of your accomplishments? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> got pretty much everything. <laughs> well, Daphne, I'm pumped to, uh, to talk to you. Uh, because like I said before, I've, I've watched you. I've been following you for, I don't know, maybe about a couple of years now. And I've been watching you on, on your progress, the accomplishments, your, your, your downfalls that you've, you know, that you put out there. And I just found you so uh, inspirational. I've been a, a fan of your Instagram. Um, great content, by the way. Um, and uh, I, the way that I f- found you was, uh, you know, on the Instagram, they have like the little explore page when there's just like a bunch of pictures oh, yeah. and videos and stuff like that. 
So I found you there, right? And it, and it caught my eye because at that time, I wasn't so familiar with the whole powerlifting scene, especially when it comes to the women. So when I saw you deadlift, you know, over 300 pounds, I was just like my jaw dropped, right? I was like, holy shit. And yeah, once you follow one, like everyone's like just starts popping up. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So I was like, oh shit. So I was being a little bit of a creeper, I have to admit. So I was just going through your stuff and just checking you out. And I'm just seeing all this weight that you've been pushing and the intensity that you have in these workouts. I was just like, I got to follow her. So I followed you and I just been checking your stuff out and I'm a fan. And, um, Let's start off by uh, by by saying um, or well, asking you this question: What was that moment for you that like that everything changed that you, that made you like kind of like that aha moment that you're like okay, I need to get uh, or I need to change this uh, part of my life or I need to get things going. I'm not happy where I'm at today. I need to get things going now. Oh man, this started like so long ago. Um, where did I even start with this? Um, well, I grew up fat. Oh yeah, super fat. Um, you know, I got up to like, uh, yeah, I don't even know where this all stems from. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I guess like as a as a kid, I'll start from like as a kid. Like as a kid, I was like pretty athletic and mm-hmm. like I did like kickball and like when it's my turn to kick, everyone like you know steps away. Then oh yeah, over the you year, got the- <laughs> so you had those. Yeah. Uh, you had you had that yeah. leg power there, no? Since the beginning, yeah, everyone were like, you know, like you know, when it's a girl kicking, like kicking, everyone like steps forward. But when I approach the kickball field, everyone like steps back. It's like, oh man, she not kicks really far. <laughs> um, so I've always, I've always been kind of athletic, and then I just kind of lost it over the years. Um, uh-huh. just been eating like a lot of McDonald's as a kid because we we're poor. So when I see like food, it's like a reward. Mm. Um, and then I just got really, really fat over the years, like, you know, starting from like middle school until high school, I wasn't really athletic or anything. I like stopped working out. So that whole entire Um, time you, you just stopped. So you said you grew up kind of athletic. Were you creating or, um, uh, creating those bad habits of, uh, food choices and, um, but you weren't athletic that whole entire time? Yeah, like, so, like, um, as a kid, like, or, like, my parents are always working, so my grandparents just, you know, kind of looked after us, mm. and we'll have, like, you know, TV dinners, and ramen noodles, and, like, the mm. kid cuisine, watching, like, Looney Tunes and stuff. Oh, boy. So, it wasn't, like, really active, <laughs> Um, you know, we'll go to the park, like, once a week or so, uh-huh. but, you know, as we got older, when the computer came out, and, you know, we just stayed home, played, like, you know, uh, pinball, and... Then the internet came out with like the Neopets, so we just didn't really go out after that. Yeah. And like, you know, starting middle school, um, or like my parents really made me focus on education. So I would go like, you know, Chinese school on the weekends and after school and then have like tutoring. So it's always like sitting down, like in front of the books or computer. Mm. Um, there was really like no time to do active things. Mm. And, you know, okay. obviously like when we're playing computer games, we'll be eating, you know, grandma with her devil cookies coming over and like you know, shoving it down my throat like telling me to eat it's, you know that's, so that's part, a lot of sedentary life <laughs> yeah but that's what that's part of the the whole uh like 
grandparents that's what they do right because i mean i know i I know because i'm mexican and um i go to my in-laws house and every time that i go there they know i'm pretty active in the gym that's like the big uh, lifestyle for me so every time that i go there my uh my my in-laws they have like a ziploc bag like a giant ziploc bag full of carne asada for me because they know <laughs> because because i they, they they know oh you i know you're trying to get big and i know you want your protein so here you go they always give me a big giant ziploc bag of uh carne asada or like grilled chicken and yeah. and i always tell them like you don't have to do this and they're like no 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 está bien, está bien. they'll tell me like that <laughs> yeah. that or like when i go to my mom's house or my one of my in-laws houses uh and we're having dinner there i'll just tell them yeah just give me this just a nice little portion and then they come back and then they give me like a whole plate full of food and <laughs> it, it's just like dude i told you i just wanted this and like oh, i'm not that hungry it's like oh we're just uh, you, you'll be fine yeah yeah it's it's a weird thing yeah. with, with with that generation yeah like my me and my clients are like um like one of my my uh, clients like uh latinos he was, was like that uh crazy evil abuelita's trying to fatten you up mm-hmm. <laughs> yes it's, it's yeah because if you if you tell them if you tell them that that you're on a diet or you're trying to lose weight they think something's wrong with you they think uh that you're sick or you know it's just like i guess they have like that every single one of them have like that motherly instinct like you know they're trying to take care of you yeah you know what i'm saying it's just it's a, yeah, like, it's oh, a weird you thing look skinny or something like oh is there something wrong are you sick yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's like uh later on down into like my weight loss journey and stuff too mm. um anyways going back into the topic so like you know bad childhood got really fat um, and then in high school, I actually was diagnosed with di- uh, depression mm. and it was like pretty bad. Um, so the pills were kind of making me all woozy. Um, and I had actually attempted suicide twice. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So the last time was like, you know, hella long ago. Um, but that mm. was kind of like the awakening for me. Cause during that time I was like in a really, really dark place. Mm. Um, I was like smoking, drinking, um, you know, just like my friends all started like you know or i i i wouldn't say my friends but like i kind of isolated myself from everyone else mm-hmm. around me because i just didn't want to like open up and then i want to feel as like i want to make myself feel as miserable as possible even though like it was actually like you know nothing that i did that was like that fucked up where what? i'm actually punishing myself so why didn't you want to open up is it was just afraid that you were gonna be judged by your friends or just you you didn't want to sound stupid or like what was going through your head when you just uh, you know, I mean, I obviously you like, needed help you you wanted help but yeah, you just didn't know how to help. ask for it yeah i wanted help so like my um back back then before like you know facebook and the myspace it was a zanga so my Zanga was like me crying out for help when I like blog about my day, about how sad and miserable I was. Um, but I just didn't really feel like opening up to people because I couldn't like, I felt like I couldn't trust anyone or like, mm. it, it's kind of like very shameful, especially in the Asian culture. Like there's no such thing as like mental health problems or learning disabilities or anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So me, just me talking about my feelings were really hard for me. And that's kind of like how I kind of, gear my instagram too so i can just open up and talk about everything and it's just like you know no bullshit like 
just straight up feelings. Yeah, and that's um, one of one things that the one thing that I like about uh, your Instagram. It's it's super emotional, not just like your videos and your 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 intensity that you have in the gym, but also just like regular pictures. You can just tell by your uh, your facial expressions uh, yeah. how emotional <laughs> you are. Uh, you know, whether you're just, you're, it's a picture of just you, just you know, there, I, I I was sorry, I saw a picture of you um, in your in your competition. By the way, congratulations! Oh, thank you. Uh, there was just one still shot where you just have your tongue out and you're just your mouth is wide <laughs> open. It's just you see that intensity, you see that emotion yeah. and that fire. You know, it's just that's what I, I love seeing yeah. that, that kind of stuff you know yeah that's the feelings i was actually holding in during the depression mm. like when i was depressed i was holding and bottling up all that emotion so it was like eating me from inside so then so after like you know being there for my friends and nobody was there for me um i was like fuck this shit like i'll i'm gonna take care of me mm. then i started you know then i found a gym and i started like lifting weights i did like p90x in my own room oh you're not the like, only one i was the same way too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had like a like a pair of like this uh, empty dumbbells that you know I got it from this ja- uh, Japanese store. You're supposed to fill water in it. Uh-huh. I put pennies in there and it weighed like eight pounds. So I was just working in my bedroom with nobody like you know looking at me or judging me. I was able to wear like you know a t-shirt and show my skin for the first time uh-huh. in my room, and that was kind of like the start of everything. The start so, of everything, huh? Yeah, uh, me, so pretty much the whole start of it was like I was sick of everyone's shit, and I wanted to take care of myself. Um, <laughs> so, so going back a little bit, what do you think was the cause of that depression? Was it just like accumulation of just everything that you were going through your whole entire childhood, or was uh, just? I mean, because you had guess, it when you were like a teenager, right? You said. Yeah, teenager. Like, uh, mainly it's it's kind of just collapse starting um sophomore year of college uh, of high school mm-hmm. um i was like kind of dating this guy at this time and he passed away um from a car accident because a drunk driver hit him mm. and that was kind of like the start you know like it, it was really hard for me to find love at that time or at least i felt like it you know yeah. like you know everyone's in their relationship and actually found someone who likes me and then the only time when someone likes me they die so that's kind of how i saw life like shit's like no, God is fucking with me. Did you, did you look at yourself like you were some kind of like bad luck charm or just like everybody yeah. that's around you, uh, things are going to happen, bad things are going to happen to you, so you better get away from me or like how? Yeah, that's kind of pretty much how it felt like, you know, like the first the first guy I dated was in like middle school and he was like a drug dealer, mm. um, got arrested. And then and then once he came out, he cheated on me. And then the second guy I liked, I was like crazy obsessed. And then like he didn't like me, and I was like really heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. And then like you know it's just like one after the other. I like someone, and then like I get really really like heartbroken. And then when I actually found like I think the one, you know, like you know high school like girls. Um, when I uh-huh. found finally thought I found the one, they die. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's like pretty much how fucked up my life looked like at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, so that, ever since his death, like, I was actually holding all that in because I didn't want to, like, show my emotions out too much because it was also my friend's birthday. So I, I got the text from my sister that he passed away on her birthday. 
Mm. And I was like, I don't want to fuck up someone's birthday. That's like, you know, really messed up. Um, so I just held all that in for like a few days and then it just broke. Like I started crying. And so, I, you, so you didn't tell anybody this? Nobody. Oh, wow. Nobody. And then like, especially with my parents, like you don't talk to them about that stuff. Especially you know, if it's a, a boy. Teenager. Especially, yeah, especially if it's a boy. If it's yeah, a boy. Especially <laughs> if it's a boy and like you don't talk about feelings like because uh-huh. we're Asian. We, there's no such thing as emotions. <laughs> oh, wow. So I had nobody to talk to this about. So I, all I did was write on my Instagram. I mean, my, uh, sorry, not Instagram, uh, my Zanga. Mm-hmm. So, and like, so in like in the Chinese culture, so they, they look at that as a weakness? Yeah, we don't talk about that stuff. <laughs> We huh. still don't talk about that stuff. But is that, is that like instilled in you? Like they, they, like they, 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 do they actually tell you like, hey, we don't talk about our feelings or it's just, it's kind of like this no. unspoken kind of thing that is just, all right, you know, you, you fell down, you get back up, you, you, you dust yourself off, you, you know, you keep going. Yeah, it's kind of like unspoken because we really just never talked about feelings growing up. And mm-hmm. when we do, we just, they just like stop crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so even to this day, like, we don't really talk about feelings or anything. Oh, so still to this um, day? Yeah, still to this day, we don't talk about it. But they, so, they get the idea, like, if I t- want them to, like, leave me alone, they know. Or oh, just leave them. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, they, they've seen how much you, uh, what kind of weight you push and pull. So, they yeah, they're probably just good, better off than just leaving you alone. Yeah. So all that what was going on through uh, at that time. So you were just holding it in and didn't have anybody to talk to. Or you, you, I guess you chose not to talk to anybody about this, right? Yeah, I chose. I, I take responsibility for that. Uh-huh. And so you just let yeah. everything build up. Yeah, I just let everything build up. So I was just smoking, drinking, and then, like, that's pretty much it. You know, and also, like, we were poor. Um, I was fat. And like you know, I just went to food, and that's it. I just shut everyone out. So what? So what was your heaviest? Uh, the heaviest I was at two hundred pounds, a little bit over two hundred, like two hundred four, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was your. And so, I'm and I'm five one. So you're five one, two hundred four. Was yeah. your heaviest? Yeah, my body fat percent was at like forty five percent. Hmm. And um, in terms of clothes reference, I was wearing um men's extra large t-shirts um i even wore like the men's jeans and the uh the shorts at like a size 42 uh-huh oh wow yeah so it's pretty damn big yeah uh so so you got your so at that point then you were just basically like an emotional eater were you yeah i was an emotional eater emotional smoker emotional drinker mm. <laughs> Like so all, pretty much everything. So everything, <laughs> though. So just all, just, just uh, accumulated. Just not crazy drugs. Just not crazy drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least it's not like meth or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even like, like food can be. I mean, it's it it could be a drug. It could be an addictive thing too. And I think food is probably even worse than drugs, just because. Uh, when it comes to drugs, I mean, you have to go out and actually look for it. Food. They're in your house. I mean, they're down the corner. You can their foods everywhere. It's cheap. So I mean, you can stuff your face for as much as you want. You can go to, you know, McDonald's, go to the dollar menu and just 
get the whole oh. thing, you know what I'm saying? And just yeah. smash away. That's exactly what I did back then. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, like the pop and also like Popeyes, you know, like the one dollar for two piece. I had like ten dollar mm. worth of chickens. I ate twenty piece chicken in like one sitting. <laughs> oh wow. With 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 a large Coke, like a real Coke, not the diet Coke. Uh-huh. Oh so <laughs> yeah, I mean so that was my week. <laughs> so so like so um i guess i had i guess i have i used to have um some uh an eating disorder but uh i guess to a lesser degree but um on my cheat days i would go really fucking hard so i would just carb deplete the whole entire week i would eat nothing no more than uh than more than 50 grams of carbs uh, my total calorie intake for the day would be no more than fourteen hundred calories, and oh, <laughs> and 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 on the weekends I was just go fucking hard on anything that was in front of me. One day, in one day, I I I I. I cleared out my whole entire schedule it was on a sunday and now i decided to just watch movies that whole entire day and that one day i ate one large domino's pizza i ate uh the stuffed cheesy bread that they have there oh I had, man <laughs> i had so i had a stuffed cheesy bread after that i waited a couple hours and then i ate uh they they started having like these sub sandwiches at domino's oh. philly, and i love philly oh. cheesesteaks so i had one of those after that, I had like these um, these Mexican um, like those little bakery donuts kind of thing. They're conchas. You yeah, ever the heard those? Pretzels. Those little pretzels. Stuff? There you go. So like stuff like that. I had one of those, and then after that, I don't know if they where uh, you live in Cali, right? Yeah. So in Cali, I don't know if they have it, but in here in Vegas, they have these uh, this shop called the Great American Cookie. Oh, no. so, <laughs> so, so the so it's a it's a cookie shop and then they have brownies there so and they have this special where you get uh four cookies you get one for free so i got all i got five cookies and, <laughs> That's and, free <laughs> and then for brownies they had a special where you get three brownies and you get one for free so i got four brownies <laughs> all that shit I ate in one day watching, uh, uh, I watched The Godfather, The Godfather 2, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, <laughs> uh, I forgot what other movie I saw, but all that shit in one day. Damn, that's and, a great weekend. It sounds like a great weekend, yeah. But, but and it's I, just like week after week, that's pretty bad. But yeah, week after week. But I mean, it wasn't the same foods but probably the, the same amount of foods oh yeah and that know? same habit yeah that kind of messes everyone up yeah yeah so yeah, i can see like you know once a year that sounds pretty fun but like week after week is a little bit too much yeah it was week after week and then i was always wondering why i wasn't losing weight because at that time my goal was to get six-pack abs that was the goal i always wanted a six-pack abs and I thought, like, hey, the lower the calories, the more, um, the more workouts or the intensity that I have in my in in, in my workouts throughout the week, um, I'm gonna get the results that I get. But then I don't see what I'm doing to myself 
on the weekends. Yeah, I have a lot of clients like that right now too, and I always yell yeah. at them. You do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? What? I mean, some people need a balance. It's all about balance, you know. Yeah. It's definitely- like, for example, like after this competition, I've been eating out like every day for the last week, um, just trying to get it out of my system, and then I go back to my my meal prepping and all that stuff. Oh, I mean, uh, I, I saw an example of yours uh, uh, on on your story today. That yeah, ri- like right before this call. <laughs> <laughs> that rice pudding. I was like, oh, man, look at that. Yeah, that's like my favorite dessert. Yeah, right? I only get it after my competition, though. So, like, I only get it like four times a year. So, I mean, you so only- it's not too crazy. But, I mean, rice, I mean, rice pudding is not the craziest thing that you can go out and eat, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've seen some crazy stuff on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that shit, and I see like the stuff on YouTube where they have like the ten thousand calorie challenge, and it's just yeah, some stupid shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we got off a little bit off track here. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry again. I know. Um. So um. Uh. So we left off where um. So your heaviest was at 204. And do you remember that one moment, though? That one moment when you're like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, where were you at? Like, where were you at at that time? Um, At that time, I was in college. um, I believe, like, again, my sophomore year, I think. Um, Again, it was out of, like, a heartbreak. Another one. And I was like, and then, like, I was always there for my friends. Like, especially this, like, one specific best friend. And I would, like, you know, that was just done. You know, like, I was always there for them. And they were never there for me. And, like, when I really, like, I, when I was right about to ask for help, they were, like, I can't. I'm busy. You know? Mm. And I was, like, fuck this. Like, okay, fuck. Like, you know, I'm going to start working out. And so I got, like, these supplements from GNC. Like, this, um, like, just, like, protein powder and pre-workout and then i just downloaded uh p90x and i started doing that and then i just started i'm I'm like this is it like for real like i'm gonna take care of myself i'm not gonna care about anyone else around me if they die they die i don't give a fuck anymore mm-hmm. like i don't care about anyone else's feelings besides myself so uh, and that was really hard for me you know i bet I was always there for everyone else and i'm i'm still a very caring person but i was um, you know, if you're unable to take care of your stuff, you can't really take care of other people as well. Absolutely. Um, Especially for people that, you know, they don't have the time of day to... to oh, sorry. No, you're oh, good. Hold on, hold on. My dogs are going nuts. <laughs> Someone is home. <laughs> no, but... Um, like I was saying, uh, especially for people, uh, for the people that uh, that don't give the time of day for you, and you're you feel like you're putting all your 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 heart and soul into your friends and your your these close people, these these people that you have these relationships with, and then they don't give the time of day. You just it yeah. puts you in a place where it's just like, well, fuck, dude, am I even worth it? Or even is there something wrong with me? You start doubting yourself, and it's just like, yeah. shit. And I put a lot of work into everything too, you know, like I've always been a hard worker. Um, mm. It was just like putting that work and effort in the wrong things. So I was like, I'm a hard worker. I can do this. I'm going to work on myself. And so I did, you know, I started you know, cleaning up my diet. I started working out. I even made a schedule on like when to hit, when to work out and everything and rain or shine or whatever the fuck happens around me, I will work out. 
So what was it um, like? Did you like start just going through the Internet and just looking up stuff and and seeing where you can start or was there? Uh, yeah, mm. um, I saw a friend from high school who lost a lot of weight, too, and he did P90X. So I'm, like, mm. I'm going to do that. Mm. And, and then and then I saw his pictures of like his meal prepping and it was just like pretty much cutting out all the carbs out. And uh-huh. it was just like pro- protein and like, you know, vegetables. And I'm, like, I'm going to do exactly that. If you can do it, I can too. So I started doing like, you know, meal prepping, bringing my meals to, uh, to school, um, working out. And then I started making a Tumblr um, back when it was like, you know, in. Yeah. Um, so I made Tumblr and I posted like exactly what I post on Instagram today. Um, I'll write like, you know, what I worked, o- worked out on, um, my diet, what I ate, how I felt. And I just started doing that, and I never stopped. Um, so, so I started losing weight, started so, feeling more confident. <laughs> so that tumble, so that that tumble, so I, I I read some of the stuff that you have here on Instagram. So, and I'm seeing that. Uh, the Tumblr and the other thing that you did, you kind of use it kind of like a diary, huh? Yeah, it's like my dear diary. Yeah. So like, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> do you still have trouble um, uh, opening up to people? Uh, still in person, yeah. Like in person? Yeah, I've been trying to fix that over the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, I mean, I, I'm really blank inside right now, so there's nothing like bothering me. I'm very zen, so there's really no need for me to open up or anything. Yeah, you need uh, uh, you need to teach me how to do that shit because I'm going through some stuff right now and I'm super uh, stressed. Out. You gotta you gotta meditate. <laughs> uh, it's soon. Yeah, I meditate every night. Do you? Yeah, that's like my way, and then like along with like exercising and stuff like that, um, and having goals. Mm. So kind of like. In the beginning, it was like trying to like lose weight as a way to distract myself, like, you know, kill myself through exercise instead of actually killing myself, mm-hmm. um, killing myself through exercise. And and then like all the pain and frustration I had, I like, you know, I put it into the exercise and every rep and every set that I do, you know, when it burns, it's like all my my uh, emotions are coming out of it. So oh. that was my way of releasing so um, how was that first uh, that first P90X workout? Oh, that shit was fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bitches were like doing pull-ups and shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and before, before the P90X, you, you weren't really familiar with the whole gym or and lifting weights and any of that no. stuff, were you? No, there was one like um so I just modified most of it. Um so I was like really stupid at the time. Um they were doing like pull-ups and I thought, okay, well I can't do a pull-up. I I'm just going to use the dumbbells and press it over my head to look like it's a pull-up. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing a so I was doing shoulder presses instead of a pulling movement. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know, I I was moving and I was like, you know, losing weight. I walked home from school after that too. Uh-huh. Um, so I was still moving, you know, so the movements might not look really pretty or anything like that, but I just did what I could. Um, they were doing push-ups on the floor. I couldn't do that. So I did push-ups all against the wall. Um, I did okay. wall push-ups. Um, so they, they, did, like, they, you know, they didn't show you like any kind of like modification for the, for the, uh, exercise, yeah. huh? Do they? Uh, I think they did. They had like, um, one person who did the modification one, okay. the modified one. But I still couldn't do some of it, so I mm. just like made up my own. 
Okay. Yeah, so I did that for like, you know, I think like six months. Then I joined the uh, this college gym, which is like a uh, class. So I was exposed to like, you know, a Smith machine, some dumbbells. And then I really got into like, you know, looking into like more videos on YouTube on how to lift weights. Who, do, who did you follow at that time? Uh, there was like uh, the Hodge twins, uh, Elliot Hulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh-huh. Let's see who else. Uh, Jeff Cavalier, the Athlean X guy. I still follow his stuff. He's good. Yeah, he puts out really um, good information. Yeah, and then uh, back then it was like Nicole Wilkins on bodybuilding.com. I think um, some I, other girl. Um, I um, I think you follow the same exact people that I follow when I started getting into this. I started following the Hodge twins, um, uh, Elliot Hulse. Um, who else? Matt Ogus. Yeah, Matt Ogus. He even gave me a shout out. Oh, did he? Before. Yeah, back when he only had like ten thousand followers. Yeah, I yeah um, I started we following. We actually met in person. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um. I've seen them a couple of times here when they have the Olympia here. Uh, I just, I, I don't really go up to people, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, but like those kind of, yeah, those are the people that yeah, I, back, back when it was like the LOA. <laughs> yeah. So the whole, yeah, the, the, uh, what was it? The Le- legends of aesthetics. Of aesthetics yeah. 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 So yeah, I started following him because he, he's, he's the one that actually taught me, um, about macros and what that was and how to count them and how to use it in your life and how you can still eat you know you still can eat your 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 pizza and still have you know your chicken and your broccoli and rice and yeah. still look good you know but yeah, yeah I, I, I really was follow like those people that. yeah those are the yeah. people that kind of started off and then you kind of uh, get into this wormhole where uh, you get super into it and you get into like the deeper stuff, like the guys are like super scientific with it and, 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 and technique and form is just super important. And yeah, there's a bunch of people now that I follow to, to Eric Helm, to, I just, you know, uh, Lane Norton and just, you know, there's all the pretty much all the popular guys. Yeah. So I was watching all those videos and then, I was reading every article on EliteSTS.com, too. Mm. Um, they post out, like, free articles on, you know, how to lift, how to bench. What about T-Nation? Um, T-Nation, too. But um, oh. <laughs> more and more on, yeah, I was mainly just on, like, Elite STS, just, like, looking at everything. Just, uh-huh. like, they paid. Everything they, they posted, I read it. Uh-huh. Um, so I just kind of brainwashed myself and, like, just all things that I do with, like, fitness. Mm-hmm. And all my friends were getting annoyed with me because I was so excited with this stuff. You know, I love lifting. Um, yeah, you started seeing the I results, huh? Yeah, I started seeing results. I started like lifting more. I'm like, I love this shit. Mm. And this was this was the during the time where like there were barely any girls touching dumbbells and stuff. Mm. So I was the only girl in the gym area at like the 24 hour fitness. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I get all these guys for myself. <laughs> no competition. <laughs> like, I get to work out. And I get like all these guys looking at me, spotting me. I'm like, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> you started to like the attention, huh? Yeah, I love the attention. Uh. And then and then I noticed that you know I started getting stronger. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm actually getting stronger than most of the guys here. Oh wow. And then I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna start doing more. And that I kinda like you know, the weight loss, I lost like sixty pounds in the first year. 
And then I'm like, I like, uh, I'm going to do like more bodybuilding stuff because I want to look like those girls on the bikini, like, you know, bigger girls. I want to like look so like jacked. Mm. So, so, so you started, uh, I guess this is like the introduction to your, to powerlifting career then, huh? Yeah. Well, it originally was like, you know, I just want to do bodybuilding. I want to build more muscle. And then I started like, you know, looking more. I'm like, okay, to build more muscle, you have to lift more weights. So I started lifting more and more. And then I start like, you know, squatting more, like, you know, 225, like within like the first year. That's like pretty damn good. So what were the guys saying in the gym when you see a girl? Five foot one, uh, what, you're about 104, 140 at that time? Yeah, I was like 140 during that time. And they're like, God damn, so strong. And then they're like, it's like nothing but compliments. I've never had anyone like talk down on me with it. Oh, that's great. Uh, most most of the people in that uh, 24-hour fitness, they've seen me like, you know, from fat to like, you know, kind of fit to like decently strong. Mm. And, like, so there's nobody talking shit besides, like, one lady who complained about me, like, dropping the deadlift very hard. <laughs> but that was it. Like, the people at the gym were really nice. Like, the um, the check-in people, like, you know, they're cool with it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. but you're going to get that in a commercial gym. Yeah. Those are the that kind was of... A commercial, that was a commercial gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, you, Those are the complaints that you're going to get at a commercial gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I even saw somebody got in trouble for taking their shoes off when they were deadlifting. Yeah, I can I can see why because it's disgusting in the commercial gym now. <laughs> like, I don't know why anyone would go barefoot in in the commercial gym. You might get like some fungusy stuff. Well, yeah, that's true. Because I I I was wearing a uh, a white shirt at at the gym uh, a while ago, and then I I was doing push ups, and then I got up, and then my shirt was gray all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> the smartest idea. <laughs> Even if you try to wash it or like hand sanitize it at the end, like it's gonna be pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I still go barefoot in my gym because I know that uh, the janitors clean them. <laughs> oh, I know that. I see. I, yeah, I see you. I yeah. Like I said, I check out your videos all the time. Yeah. Where, yeah. You. Yeah. I'm not. Knock, I'm knocking. I'm not knocking the whole barefoot thing. I'm actually a whole big advocate of like barefoot training mm -hmm. and gripping the floor. But in the commercial gym, not so much. <laughs> yeah, I never, you know, now that you mentioned it, I don't, I never really see the janitor there. Yeah, because they don't really clean it. <laughs> <laughs> so you started, yeah. so you're working out, you were getting the attention that you, that you, I mean, you love the attention you were getting. You wanted to build muscle. You wanted to do uh, more of a bodybuilder style of training. Yes. And then, yeah, I was getting, like, you know, more jacked. I was, like, you know, actually seeing some, like, muscles coming out. Like, my biceps were popping. Mm. Slight, slightly, not as much, but, like, mm. it was kind of coming out. And, you know, everyone's, like, you know, saying, like, I look great. I'm doing amazing. I'm inspiring. Um, and I just, so I just kept going. What did your parents um, say? Was, what did your parents say when they saw you, you know, just getting bigger and bigger? Well, when I first started, um, they were like, okay, great, you're losing weight for once. Like, let's see how long you can keep this up for. Uh -huh. um, and then, then when I actually got down to like the one, like 150 and below, they're like, oh, you're losing weight too much. You look unhealthy. Your face looks uh, like pale. And like, you know, you look unhealthy. You, mm. look, you look really malnourished. You know, you're losing your hair. And 
you know, you're doing a little bit too much and you're working out too hard. And the thing that got me was like, uh, my mom was like saying, it, it breaks my heart seeing you work so hard. Wow, really? I was like, like I was like, Psh, like that Jackie Chan meme, like what the fuck, like, <laughs> like mind blown Jackie Chan meme, like right now, like right. Like, isn't this like, what I, you I guys? Been, yeah, yeah. Like, isn't this what you guys wanted me to do? Is to work hard and just. <laughs> Yeah, like I was like, isn't this what you want? Like you wanted me to be healthy and like you know lose weight, and now that I am, I'm like too thin. So <laughs> obviously during that time, throughout my course of like the weight loss, I learned not to give a fuck about other people. So mm. whatever they said, I just like learned to brush it off and like do my own thing, regardless of what they think or what they say. Um, and this goes for like my friends too. They're like, oh, you're losing that weight, losing weight too much, blah blah blah. I'm just like, fuck you, like I don't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, so, uh, so they never gave you shit about it or about you building the muscle or did I, did you ever have like those oh. looks from women? Like, dude, you're, you're looking a little manlish or you're getting too big or like, what the fuck is yeah, up with I, you? I got, I got some of those, but not as much as compliments. Mm. Um, um, so growing up, I was like more of a tomboy, like, you know, in high school, I was wearing like the men's clothes and everything. Uh-huh. Um, so they always wanted me to do more girly things like, you know, yoga, swimming, mm-hmm. ballet, mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. And I didn't like it. Like, or go running. Like, they always tell me to go run. Like, you think losing weight is, like, the only way to lose weight is to run. And I'm like, I hate this because my knees would hurt. Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Well, um, how are your friends now? Those same people uh, that would friend. talk shit and all those people that were telling you to do this and then do that, how are they looking right now? Um, they look exactly the same. Um, they yeah. haven't really changed or anything. I mean, some some have gained more weight and they come to me for help. Ah. Um, I, and I, I still help them, but okay, charge. Yeah, but you have this. I don't do stuff for free. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they look the same. I mean, I haven't talked to anyone in a while. Mm. Like outside of lifting, besides like my lifting friends and like my teammates and my coach, like I really have no friends. Mm. Like everyone, all my friends from back then are like, you know, we have like nothing in common anymore. Uh, and nothing, nothing wrong with them. It's just like we have like, we yeah, all you, went our own path. Yeah, and, you grew apart. You know, we have different, yeah, we just grew apart, but we still talk. Mm. Um, and they, they, I mean, I'm not shitting on their lifestyle or anything. They can do what they do, they want to do. And I appreciate and admire that. And I do what I do. Uh, well, I'm the total opposite because I grew up chubby and when I got picked on and I go on Facebook and I see how they look today, it brings me so much joy on how <laughs> miserable that they look. <laughs> yeah, I, I had that in a while, for a while. Now I just like, I'm just like, it's whatever. Like, <laughs> who, who am I to judge? I'm like, I'm not God or anything. I don't. Like, you know, they, they might enjoy their lifestyle, like eating food and like, you know, getting fat. Well, yeah, we like all that. enjoy. I mean, we yeah. all enjoy eating, but I mean, it's just like, you know, karma's a motherfucker. And then now look at you, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just, <laughs> I'm still trying to battle that thing. Um, yeah, I, I moved <laughs> on from that. So I'm just like, I just don't, really don't care. Like, if they get fat, it's like, it's not my fault. It doesn't concern me. I'm like, whatever. Mm. The only thing that bothers me is if they complain constantly on, like, 
in person or on Facebook saying like how fat they are. Yeah, and that how and that they feel. That's when it takes me off a little bit, and I have to like you know step back before I start like killing people. Uh, <laughs> no, and then that's and that's uh, that's my thing though too. Is that when they go on a big rant about how uh, you know it's so hard to do this, and when you get older, it's not the same, and it's things yeah, are a lot slower. Like, I'm like. Bullshit. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, I'm not as lucky as you. I'm not as you're lucky that you're so disciplined and stuff like that. Not like, just that's, that. That's oh. what it that's when it ticks me off. Not just that, but uh, what ticks me off is when they blame it on their genetics and then they say that yeah. you know I, I, I was meant to be this way. I tried everything and I and, and and nothing's going for me. So I guess it's just genetics and it's just something that I have to deal with. I'm like, Dude. Yeah, so I'm just like fuck it, like you know, like natural selection like you know they'll just die off <laughs> fine <laughs> so 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 you you started uh bodybuilding you started to build yeah. muscle huh yes then i got stronger and then i was like okay i'm gonna do it then i then i uh did a powerlifting competition instead so my friend uh that i made in the gym was coached by dave hoff from Westside barbell and uh -huh. he's like one of the like i think like the all-time world record for the uh multiply lifting mm. and anyway so he taught me how to deadlift properly and like you know he's like hey you're pretty strong you should do a powerlifting competition with us and i'm like oh, are you sure like i'm not that strong and they're like trust me just go and you'll have fun so i did and it was amazing it was fun um so you got hooked we're only, yeah and i got hooked with that like you know participation medal i was like fuck yeah i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i got i got the first place got first place i got the best lifter award i'm like fuck yeah oh wow and, and then and then my numbers back then were uh a 148 pound weight class uh i think i squatted uh 260 pounds uh bench like 140 pounds and deadlift like right at 300 mm. so i was like fuck yeah like i'm hella strong <laughs> um, so i just continued doing that and it was really fun um then then i hired a bodybuilding coach because i really wanted to look good um so he did my macros and things were getting more intense um i i i've always wanted to like train super heavy so mm -hmm. it'll be super heavy but like hypertrophy like it's like a dup program so uh one day it'll be like you know high reps of eight so i did like you know pretty damn heavy stuff for eight then i did like a power day which is like a double and I went also very heavy. So I was like addicted to lifting as heavy as mm -hmm. possible, even though it's not meant to be as heavy as possible. Yeah. Um, so I just like kind of maxed out everything. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm getting stronger. Like my lifts are pretty strong. And so I did more power lifting. So what was your coach saying about all of this? Oh, he didn't say anything. He actually liked it. Oh, he did like, like it. Pushing myself. Yeah, because he's like more like a bro bodybuilder, I guess. Uh, so, you know, like, doing to max out or, like, you know, burn. Mm -hmm. Like, just go ham as fuck. No deloads. Like, deloads didn't exist back then. <laughs> so, how long was so, your prep? Uh, So, I prepped for, like, over like, a year. Over a year? No deload um, that whole entire year? No, we had deloads, but, like, not as often. Oh, okay, like, okay, it okay. It would be, like, like, you know, once every, like, two months, we'll take a deload week. Um, And then, so, during that prep, I was... Uh, that's when I have like um, what is it like buried problems within myself that surfaced again. So mm. I was having an eating disorder, 
during mm. that prep and I was binge eating too. So I was cutting at, I think I was like walking around 135 pounds during this time. Uh, my macros were very, very low. My, mm. I was lifting six times a week and I was doing cardio six times a week along with like hit training three times a week. Oh, wow. And I think my cap, my calories were as low as like 1400 calories, some days even 1200. Oh, shit. so I was starving. Yeah. So during, yeah. So during that time I was like, uh, looking back, I was like 15% body fat. So I had like abs coming out, but it wasn't like the muscles weren't big. Mm. And I was like, just like, I looked really skinny. Yeah. But so you just depleted. Mind, yeah. So in my mind, I, you know, I still saw like myself as fat. Mm-hmm. So that's where like the reality hit me. I still looked like, I still felt like I was 200 pounds. Mm. So I was like all fucked up in the head and like, you know, when I smell food, it's just like all I think about is food. Mm. And when I go to like the restaurants, like for example, Denny's, I'm trying to see like what food can I fit in my macros that will keep me full and it will take me an hour to decide on what to eat. Oh. Yeah, so that was getting really bad. I would like, you know, take some food, I'll chew it, but I'll spit it out. I'm mm. not condoning, I'm not telling you to do that, it's bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so- that was where I was at. So, then, so you were so around four fourteen hundred to twelve hundred calories you were eating each day, working out six yes. days a week. Yes, and so, I was lifting heavy. But you were lifting, yeah, you were lifting heavy, doing cardio every single day, and doing hit training at least three times a week. Yes, and I was when I was doing cardio, I was watching the Food Network too. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> trying to screw myself over. So, <laughs> so, so you were you were pretty strict with it, but then when you have what like a binge day like every week or no? Yeah, it started off as like once a week thing, and then it was like every other day. Then it was like you know every day, and mm. I was like fuck right. So I was binging on all these foods that I wouldn't normally eat, like um like white rice with nothing on it. Um, mm. pieces pieces of bread like like disgusting bread too i don't even eat bread mm. um i was eating all this stuff that i wouldn't normally eat and i was like fuck right and then i'll take a bite and i'm like fuck it and i would like destroy everything that i see in my mouth mm. and then i'm like oh like what do i do now like then i would take like laxatives and i'll try to shit it out to like you know fix that damage which you know then then turn into like a little cycle right uh-huh. um if i you know if i eat this I could eat this. I'm just going to take this laxative and shit it back out. And mm-hmm. it was like an endless cycle that started building into like a huge tornado. And it was like, you know, dangerous, you know, eating disorders are not healthy at all. Absolutely um, not. And then, I, and, yeah. it's, and it's, it's, uh, I shouldn't say funny, but, um, uh, it's, it's so weird how you and I, both had similar things going on. I wasn't competing at the time where I developed my eating disorder, uh, but my goal was just to get those six pack abs. And uh, when I went down to like fourteen hundred calories, and I was in the gym <clears throat> five times a week, doing cardio every single day, doing hit cardio on top of that every single day. Um, 
and and not seeing the results that I wanted to get. I didn't see any six pack abs. All, the only thing that my my body was eating away it wasn't the fat; it was the muscle. So I looked depleted. I looked skinny. I looked uh, gaunt. I just looked like I, I had like this ghost face. And I was wondering yep. what the fuck was going on with me. Um, yeah, that's, that's yeah, so, what I look like. Yeah, yeah. So, and then to the point where I got scared because I, I stopped going to the bathroom, you know, every day. Like, there, oh. there would be days where, like, I wouldn't go to the bathroom. So, I would take a laxative every single day for, like, almost a year. Yeah, that's kind of like... During that cycle for me as well, but not a whole year. Yeah, I would do it every single day because yeah. I always figured like something was wrong with me. So I'm like, dude, I need to, I need to poop because I, I was bloated all the time, dude. I would when I would eat, I would eat like a tuna and like lettuce, and I would put um, uh, apple cider vinegar on top. And oh, fuck. <laughs> I would eat that <laughs> shit. I would eat it, and uh, I would get bloated off of that. I would get bloated off of just anything that I would eat, and now my, my my food choices were very very limited at that time. But it was just chicken, uh, lettuce, tuna, um, protein shakes, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's kind of what I ate too. Yeah, so that was pretty much it that I would eat, and now I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking pooping. Like, I need to fucking get this shit out. I'm super fucking bloated. I feel like shit. Uh, I'm tired all the time. So yeah, I would take a little laxative every single day, you know. So, but it's just weird when you like you mention that stuff. It's like shit, dude. I'm going through the same. Yeah. I went through the same stuff. Yeah, it's very common, but people don't really talk about it until yeah. like you know they've gotten over it. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a horrible cycle. And the thing was, like during that time, I was also a personal trainer. Mm. So uh, you know, here I am, like in my high horse, preaching some fitness, and like you know, behind their behind my client's back, I'm like you know, like trying to like fuck up my diet and like fix it by like fucking up my system and everything mm. so that was not healthy but i should and then at the time i was just like you know this is not the way to go so one one month out from the competition I actually dropped out but obviously i didn't want to gain all the weight either so i forced myself to um sign up for a powerlifting competition instead and that's kind of what uh saved me from the eating disorder so mm. during this uh, obviously for powerlifting i have to eat more and like you know be strong so I ate just like, you know, without counting my macros or anything. I was just intuitively eating. And then 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 after like maybe half a year mm-hmm. later, I stopped having like the urges to binge. You know, I was enjoying my life without gaining too much weight. And I was just having fun in the gym again. So in those and, first six so in those first six weeks, did you how did you control those binges or were you still binging every other often or um, I was binging really bad the first week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I, I, uh, I emailed my coach at the time and then he, uh, he got really sick. He had like a brain tumor or something. So he was gone. So I was tapping out. I emailed him like I tapped out. I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't want to do the power. I don't want to do that bodybuilding one anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do powerlifting instead. So then I just started eating like intuitively. The first thing I ate was like a donut. I really wanted a donut. Mm-hmm. And then I remember eating that donut, like just feeling all this guilt and shame, like I'm, like I'm a loser and like everything was just like crumbling down. But I told myself, like, no matter what, I'm just not going to go back to my fat ways, but I'm just going to enjoy this and eat in moderation again. 
Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like take a break, take a break from all this dieting and just eat intuitively as I normally would. And how, and how hard was it for you to see that weight started coming back on your body? Oh, that shit was depressing as fuck. Yeah. I went, I, like, so the leanest I went to was 126 at like 14% body fat. Mm-hmm. And it, it went, it went up to uh, 135. So it wasn't much if you look at yeah. the picture. So I was like, okay, there's no way I can gain two hundred, like up to two hundred pounds again, because I know I was educated enough to know that that's not how it works. So it just went up like ten pounds, and I was like able to hover my weight around like the one forty. Okay. For a while, yeah. So I just stayed there, and then like slowly just trying to put on more muscle and get more stronger. And so powerlifting saved my life twice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so that's why I like I love the sport. I'm a big advocate of like you know females getting stronger. Uh, so so and now it, it brings you to today where you know you're a power lifter, a competitive power lifter, and you're you're competing, and you're doing these intense workouts. Um, yeah, it's uh it's sometimes. Uh, I have to admit, it's sometimes scary to see you uh, do these workouts because there's so much intensity in these workouts. Yeah. So, so, uh, and and you kind of answered it earlier uh, in in the in the podcast. Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, where do you think that intensity, that anger, comes yes, from? All that from all yeah, from all the shit that we just talked about, right? Yeah, so that's where all that intensity comes from. Uh-huh. So all that pain and adversity I had to overcome. That's what makes me strong. Mm-hmm. So, is there like something that you picture, or like something that you just see in your brain that, that you just envision and just gets you upset and just gets you pumped? Mm, that only lasts for a while to be honest uh-huh. like I, I i've stopped using anger as a fuel you know it's not healthy and plus like so, you know you can only be angry at so many things in life like yeah I, i've been lifting for almost like eight years now i'm like i'm done with the past like that's why i'm able to talk about it openly without like crying or anything mm-hmm. um yeah i'm really over that so i can't really use the past to make me angry even if i tried i wouldn't be mad about it anymore um, so now I just think about my goals, you know, like winning competitions or actually just doing my best and, you know, just trying to get, get it done pretty much. Mm. Because, um, so like I said, in the intensity and you scream a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when, when you, and you get really upset and frustrated when you don't complete uh, the, the that final rep or that rep scheme that you're trying to aim for, um, this question yeah. I wrote this question I wrote down. This is the first question that I wrote down because I was always curious about this. Um, um, but like I said, you scream, you're frustrated, you're you're, you're moving, and you're just uh, you're you're just going crazy everywhere and your glasses are still on your face. <laughs> I always wonder. You got to go to the Asian glasses store. There's a glasses store named Jin's 
and it's made for like Asian people because our nose bridge is small. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to go to the Asian glasses store. So stay on your face. <laughs> so they're pretty snug then on your head. Yeah, they're pretty snug. I'm like, dude, she's over here, you know, she's overhead pressing, she's doing these deadlifts, she's squatting, she's, you know, she's running up and down, she's doing these farmer walks, and the glasses stay on, they don't budge, they don't move, yeah. her, like, everything else flies off, like, your, your, your headphones fly off, uh, <laughs> it's just, but your glasses stay on yeah. your face, and I find yeah, it so I amazing how they stay on. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people ask me that. I wish they would sponsor me because I do so much advertising. You know them. what? They should. Absolutely. <laughs> because you wear them shits proudly and you wear them shits all yeah. the time. Even when you compete, right? You wear them? Yeah, I wear them. Yeah. I can't see if I don't wear them. And so, I mean, whether, yeah, I think they're glasses or the sunglasses or sun. The yeah, shades. The sunglasses is from the same company. Yeah, from the same company. And you're picking up these Atlas stones and you're dumping this shit and you're picking up these uh these kegs and you're th tossing them up like 50 feet in the air and there was glasses. Yeah, they, they Those on. bitches are still on. Yeah, sometimes they fall off. Like if I'm like doing like a keg toss or um like a medicine ball, like throwing it backwards or something, you know, it'll fly off sometimes. Do they? <laughs> but it, out of all the like millions of exercises I've done, it's only like the keg toss. Mm, okay so <laughs> um so i was going through your some of your posts and i i i see that you put in your um not all of them but like uh there's a few that you put that you're you're that you're crazy um yeah do you really think do you really believe that you're crazy no, I just think I'm just an open book and everyone has those feelings and they're just scared to show it. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'm that crazy, but I do see life like a little bit different than other people. Uh -huh. um, just like, for example, today I was like, you know, um, working out at first and I was just looking at this chalk bowl. I'm like, wow, like this chalk is amazing. Mm. You know, when I'm older and like old and wrinkly, I won't be able to feel this and appreciate this moment right yeah. now where I'm young and touching this chalk and in the gym doing the thing that I probably can't do when I'm like 90 and mm -hmm. I feel like you know that just appreciating the moment type things like people don't think about that anymore mm -hmm. and because nobody thinks about it you know it's abnormal it's not common and it, it seems crazy to people mm -hmm. and yeah but it's like these little small things that people are like oh what the fuck is she thinking you know <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, but I'm starting. So I recently stopped lifting heavy because I started to appreciate my body a little bit more. I started getting these aches and pains. And I'm oh, like, yeah. dude, I don't want to feel like this, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now. I see like these people in my gym and how they walk. And I'm like, dude, that's not way to living how long do you yeah. think that you're going to keep doing this powerlifting? Yeah, there's a lot of them like that. Um, if you guys like watch like the uh, Ronnie Coleman documentary on Netflix, yeah. like, you know, it's he crazy. was like lifting some crazy ass weight. Now he's all fucked up. Yeah, but, the last time I know, saw him, he was wearing he was wearing those uh those he had he had a cane. Yeah, but that's the life that he chose. Um, uh huh. You know. And this is also the same life that I chose. Like, I want to be the strongest woman in the world. And I know that I will be. 
And mm. so I don't really care about the consequences after. Um, I just want to reach this goal. But like, I'm not doing this for to be healthy. Uh-huh. And yeah, and it's not the, the healthiest like, sport. Yeah. And even <laughs> just compete, any kind of competition in general is not really healthy. Yeah, that's like, very for true. Example, like powerlifting, like, you know, you put like a thousand pounds on your back. That's not healthy at all. Uh, um, even like, bar, any, yeah, even like competing, like yeah. if, if you want to do some kind of like physique or a bikini yeah. or even yeah. like, even like athletes, if you go in the NFL or, or, or basketball, you see some of those guys and when yeah. they retire and then how they walk and then how they move, it's, yeah, it's not the safest yeah. thing to be an athlete. Yeah, and they say like football players die at around the age of forty because they put on like so much stre- uh, strain and stress on their body and they die fast. Um, mm. That's the same thing for like you know any kind of competitive sport. Mm. But this is the life that we chose, and I rather like for me, I rather be, you know, like the strongest woman in the world and die young because mm. I want to live my life like that. I rather like you know die young doing something I enjoy doing than live until like i'm 120 years old like you know being average and doing nothing at all Mm. and you know what and 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 most athletes that i've spoken to they all say the same thing they would cut they would rather die young and achieve all the 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 goals and and the accomplishments the achievements that they've received and they've earned than you know live a long life and not do anything yeah but some people enjoy like you know they rather live longer and that's fine too uh-huh. um not knocking it everyone has their own like you know choice that they want to live um you know i chose mine and other people are open to choose whatever they want as well but if you want to be healthy like i wouldn't say compete like competing is not the healthiest thing yeah well um uh let me say this I care about you, Daphne. Oh, I know we just—I <laughs> I know we just. This is our first time talking, but like that's this is the cool thing about Instagram is like you get to know these people, and I feel like I've known you for forever, and I followed your journey. And sometimes, you know what? I do get a little scared for you because of how intense your workouts are, and then sometimes I'm like, shit, dude, she just passed out right now. She just did a yeah. deadlift right now, and she passed out. I'm like, holy shit, is she okay? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it's like, and it, and it happens. And I don't say, I'm not saying that it happens all the time, but I mean. I, yeah, I, I black out every now and then. Yeah. Especially with those over overhead presses or, like, anything overhead. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> it's like anybody but, came up to me like, hey, you need to chill out. You need to pull this back a little bit. No, and then we're like, that's just fine. No, okay. <laughs> she's fine. This is normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just Daphne being Daphne. Yeah, but but I am trying to fix it. I've been actually uh like massaging out like the back of my neck. Um, it's been helping. Like uh, oh, my it? coach said, it was like a sub sub occipital um like pressure point that's like kind of stuck, but I've been like rolling it out and the lightheadedness, and I I haven't fainted in a while during like the workout. Okay, so you're not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on your page and and see one of these future uh, posts that you put and then like, hey, yeah. then just another Thursday, right? No, no, no promises, but yeah, it's been <laughs> less and less. Okay, um, well at least. But yeah, but on, what? Yeah, well at least you're getting it in check then. Yeah, 
and along with like you know competing and like you know putting that much strain and going that intense in the workout I do have a really good recovery program um I go see like a massage lady every week you know I do my stretches I actually hire um a chiropractor to do my warm-ups and mobility programs um I also like you know get my sleep in I lacrosse ball I foam roll I do like um trigger point therapy i do like everything to recover okay so you yeah at least yeah. you're doing something so, about it so that's good to hear yeah on the on the back end i do a lot of like you know recovery things that nobody really sees like mm-hmm. you know i take my epsom salt bath i do sauna every now and then maybe post some of that um, shit so I, I know that you're doing okay and you're doing something no, about it. <laughs> i don't want to share with everyone my secrets of recovery <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah i do do a lot of stuff for recovery so it's not just like you know going ham as fuck like our program like the program that me and my coach are doing like you know it's it's not ham as fuck all the time. Like yeah. some days, like we just do like simple unilateral you know, work to like work on the imbalances. Okay. But obviously on Instagram, I don't want like everyone seeing the whole program because I'm paying my coach and I don't want people copying and pasting the same stuff I'm doing, mm. you know? So I can't like post everything that I do, Yeah, yeah. but I do, we do do a lot of stuff to like, you know, for injury prevention. Um, I get my blood tested all the time. Um, I, I take my supplements. I take my like everything. <laughs> okay, well that's good to hear. Um, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, I listen to everything. Like um, when you work in EDM, at- yeah, mainly EDM. Okay. Like, um, I have the same like Tiesto check that I uh, put on, uh-huh. and right when the beat drops, that's like when I max out my lift. Um, I on those like other days where it's like kind of light, I listen to uh instrumentals of some sort of music uh-huh. that's famous and popular um sometimes i'll listen to country oh really sometimes I'll, yeah sometimes i'll listen to some like eminem and like fucking gangster rap whatever <laughs> <laughs> so i listen to like a wide variety of stuff sometimes okay. i'll listen to like podcasts too oh really while you're working out i yeah. can't do that shit. yeah Mm-mm. yeah like for the accessory works so i'm just like okay like this like you know, tone it down a little bit so I don't like, you know, burn out my CNS. Mm-hmm. So I'll like listen to something calm and like just, you know, enjoy the movement and the moment that I'm in the gym. So you're all over the place then? Yeah. Just depending on the mood, depending on the lift? Yeah. I do try to avoid like sad songs now. Yeah. Because um, it does, it does make my depression come back and I'm just like depressed for no damn reason. <laughs> So I try to avoid like those like slow, sad, like R&B high school songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like sometimes like, so I have a four-year-old daughter and ever since she was born, I've been super emotional. So anything will get to me. So sometimes like my wife, she'll send me a picture or like a video or something cute that she did. And while I'm at the gym and I'm over here fucking deadlifting and, she, and I see that. And then all of a sudden, like the motivation, the, 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 the energy that I've been trying to get to lift this fucking weight gone because of that cute ass little girl. Oh. <laughs> so just, yeah. So I'm the same. Yeah, you got to turn your, your phone on airplane mode. 
<laughs> so I need, yeah, I need to probably start doing that shit. But yeah, I'm like everywhere too when it comes to music. But I listen to like rap. I listen to rock. Uh, just depending on the route. Sometimes I even I downloaded. Uh, uh, I listen to like video game themes. So like I listen to. Oh like, yeah, me too. So I listen to like uh like Street Fighter. I listen to that. Oh yeah. So I listen to like uh, uh so like Faye Long the theme song for his stage fucking gets me going um uh, i'll listen to like uh, uh like the theme for like balrog i'll start listening to that shit i just got super smash brothers and uh oh. and and I, the theme gets me fucking going yeah. like like you wouldn't fucking believe there's somebody put a a, a 30 minute version of a, a the loop of the theme song uh just over and over again over again for like 30 minutes straight and i'll listen to that shit <laughs> But yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's fucking amazing what video game uh, themes will, will do for you. Yeah, especially like those fighting ones, like Street Fighter. Yes. So like, like, there was a time I listened to like, the Chun Li background. Oh my the, God. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, fucking yeah, love it. So yeah, so like that shit, or like, uh, so like any of that kind of stuff will get me fucking pumped. It just brings, yeah. and it kind of does, and it makes sense though, too, because when you hear that music and you're playing, you're focusing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's what you're doing in the gym. You're listening. So, it kind of triggers where you need to start focusing on what you're doing. So, yeah, I love listening to like video game music. Um, so like, since we're just winding down now, um, so what are your goals now? So what? So what's next for Daphne? Uh, well, I want to get that pro card this year for Strongman. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's gonna be in September. Um, yeah, I want to get that pro card, and that's pretty much it for the rest of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe like debt, deadlift five hundred pounds. If not, then that's fine too, because I can. That's always next year for both all these goals. Like these are just lifetime goals. Mm-hmm. Where um, you at right now? Much. Where you at right now and for deadlifting? For deadlift, um, the last time I deadlifted was in August, like for a max, um, like four fifty something. Okay. Yeah, and I've been doing then that, that was sumo. Um, I've been doing a lot of conventional work for strongman because you can't sumo in strongman. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe if I just switch back to sumo, I can probably get that like somewhere near five hundred. I don't know. In a while. Well, you but definitely yeah, deadlift five hundred. So you definitely lift a lot more than I do, and I just I just noticed it right now that I kind of casually just said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> right now, I know the number, and I'm like, "Dude, she fucking lifts way more well, than you do." Yeah, well, there's other girls out there who deadlift like six hundred. So if they can do something like six hundred, I can at least do five hundred. No, no, no. The way yeah, you're going, so- the way you are going, uh, and and the path that you are going, there's no doubt in my mind you'll get there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care about the 500 because I know I'm going to get it eventually. Uh-huh. Um, I do. I just really want that pro card this year just to like for bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually within like the next like, you know, two to three years, I do want to be like the world's strongest woman. I know I won't get it this year because I'm still very new to the sport and there's a lot of things I need to work on. Yeah. But eventually I will be there. And then I don't know what to do after that. So I just like to have these like big goals. Mm-hmm. that doesn't sound achievable but it is it's like big goals to keep myself occupied so i can actually focus on something and work harder in the gym well like i said before 
I have no doubt in my mind that you will get there with the hard work, the dedication that you uh, put into not just the inside the gym, but your whole lifestyle. Uh, you will exceed that and then you'll have bigger goals and dreams and I'm sure you're going to achieve those things as well. Yeah. And it's one of the, like, you know, be a really good role model for my clients out there. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm, like, telling them, like, you know, suck it up and, like, work harder, like, I really do mean it because I do the same. <laughs> Not just that, but, I mean, yeah. you, you, you know what they went through or what they're going through right now. So you're a prime example of 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 hey if i can do it you can do it too yeah there's nothing that i have that they don't yeah, yeah. You know, i just been, i just been doing it longer than they have and more consistent but that's mm. pretty much it <laughs> yeah so i want to say thank you so much for coming on i really do appreciate it i was looking forward to to this for for quite a while um thank you for having me no and thank you for 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 making time for me i know you're you're a busy person and i know you got a lot of things going on right now so just want to say thank you for coming on and is is, is there anything that you want to promote uh your, your instagram uh, anything let me see so my instagram is daphne underscore wants underscore a underscore uh, six and the number six, uh, six pack. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll have it in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. I'll put it all in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I can change it, but it's just too much work. <laughs> Can't think of anything. Uh -huh. um, if you guys want to coach with me, uh, go to coachingwithdaphne.com. Uh, that's pretty much it. All right, cool. Thank you. My for coach is also. Oh, sorry. Uh, one more. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Lisa Ingalls. My coach is Lisa Ingles. Her Instagram is LisaSaurus. She's the world's strongest woman. So if you guys want strongman training, I would go to her instead. All right, cool. And that's about the jobs I have. All right, and I'll put everything on the show notes here and so everybody can go ahead and check it out. And I want to thank you again, Daphne, for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I really like this talk. Thank you so much, Daphne, for coming on to the show. And I will link all of her social medias and all the stuff that she promoted on this episode in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and check her out and support her and you can also support the artists that let me use their music on this episode so let me thank denim thank you so much for letting me use your material and i will leave a link so you guys can go ahead and check it out in the show notes and then you can follow us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, all under the same name, Unload the Bar. Or shoot us an email, unloadthebar at gmail.com. Send us questions, send us feedback. Let me know how I can improve on the show. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And then you can subscribe to the show, rate it, review it, and share it. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.